welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Love of Purple podcast. I am your host, Krista Kokot. I am a recovering people pleaser, codependent, and I help you become the same thing by setting up different tools and techniques and healing from different past experiences in your life and all that good stuff. So today, you guys, I want to talk to you about three different ways that we can set up loving, firm boundaries. Boundaries is key. It is the number one key to stop the cycle of people pleasing. And I wanted to share this with you before I get into the three ways, okay? Is I've talked about them before, but I'm gonna give you, um, I'm gonna give them to you again at a different area of my life, a different, a different stage of my life and why they're so important. And I wanted to share something real quick that I've learned about myself and it's about setting up firm loving boundaries and how you can still be super kind in the way that you set boundaries in your life and still not have people in your life and still tell someone to go you know hike take a hike you can still be loving and kind in that I will I want to say I don't know if I'll say never, but I'm not the type of person. It's not in my personality. It's not in my DNA. It's, it's just not who I am. My Enneagram is a nine, which is a peacekeeper. I'm also a generator in human design, which means that I like to bring the level of the world up. I inspire, um, by just the way that I live. I love doing things that, that fuel me, that excite me. I don't, I don't spend a lot of energy or time in things that don't. And when I do, when, I, when I'm in a space of stuff bringing me down or I'm in energetic spaces of people and circumstances that drag me down, I really, really feel it. So I try not to live there anymore. So we can be all over the place on how we go about setting boundaries, okay? How you go about setting boundaries. You might be someone that tells someone to F off and you're fine with that. You're like, see you later, get out of my life, boom. I am a little bit more, you know, loving around it and it's just how I am and that's okay that neither one is right, wrong, whatever. I just know that coming from a place of love, I never lose. And I will have to say that I would, you know, most leaders, most people that have done a lot of self-development work will agree with this. So, um, that's first of all, I wanted to say that setting boundaries is essential. It is an essential aspect of having healthy relationships and of stopping the cycle of people pleasing, meaning that you need to stop caring so much what people think in order for you to move forward in your life. Okay. Um, this includes family. This includes people with your, you know, your work relationships, your friendships, and this includes everybody and everything in your life. So are you ready for this? Grab a pen and a paper if you want to. Um, or you can, if you're listening to this driving, I just want to be tell you exactly how it is. So the first thing with setting boundaries is be very clear and direct. It's important to be really clear and direct about your expectations and your needs. And one thing that I have learned is to come from a place of I and not you. For example, instead of saying, you always interrupt me, you could come out at a place from saying, so there's a boundary that you want to set when you feel like you're talking and someone's always interrupting you. Okay. They're always like, or they're one upping you or, you know, they, you barely have a sentence finished and you're like, okay. I, and they're talking over you, right? 
there is a time and a place for that. <laughs> you know, when you get with friends and you're so excited and you're like, blah, 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 you go back and forth, back and forth. I'm talking about on the consistent basis. You have someone in your life that is on the norm, on the regular, they're interrupting you. Instead of saying, you always interrupt me, which believe me, I have done. And it doesn't go off very well. As soon as you say you, they get their back up, right? So to, in this case, you could say, I feel frustrated when you interrupt me and I need you to let me finish my sentences. This is how I will say it with people in my life. I'll say that with my husband because he's one that gets really excited to respond. He gets really excited to fix, right? <laughs> he gets really excited to share his solution for whatever it is that I have going on in my life. And he will start to come in right away. And I'm like, okay, babes, I need you to please stop interrupting me because I feel like you're not listening to me when I am sharing what's on my heart. You know, instead of saying, you keep interrupting me, you make me feel like I'm not seen, you make me feel like you're not even listening when you interrupt. See how the difference is there? So be very firm and be very concise with what it is that you're saying and be direct because when we beat around the bush, right? When we're like, okay, I don't know really how to say this and, and how to become direct and concise and, um, and very clear is taking a step back when you feel the bitterness, resentment, the, the judgment, whatever it is that you're feeling, take a step back. That's a red flag for you. Okay. And get, take a beat, take a second and go, okay, what is it that I'm feeling right now? How is this? How am I feeling in this moment? Why am I mad? Why am I triggered? Why am I feeling frustrated? Why am I feeling bitter? Why do I feel like I never want to talk to them again? Because this is the way that I'm feeling. That's what I did. And I was like, okay, I get frustrated when I'm talking to him. Why is that? It's like, cause he's always interrupting me. Okay. There's a boundary I want to set. I want to say, Hey, this is how I'm feeling. So be really, really firm and be really direct and be really clear on your messaging when you're telling somebody what it is that you need from them. And it, it here's the thing. It ain't going to come across pretty at first, especially if you're just starting this, it's not going to come across very nice. Okay. Or it might come across, um, abrupt, or it's going to feel really foreign coming out of your mouth because it's new for you. It's not that you can't do it. It's just that it's new. And the more you do it, the more you're going to become more confident in what it is. So now if somebody asks me to do something, I will say, you know what? I'm really busy tomorrow. Uh, thanks for asking me. I appreciate that, but I'm going to be unable to attend whatever it may be. Okay. It comes really natural. Now I don't feel like I have to go, um, I'll just check my calendar and I'll just see if I've got room. And because I know what my calendar looks like, I already know that's just an excuse that I'm like taking the time to say no when I know it's no all along. So that is definitely what happens when you first begin this for sure. When you first begin setting boundaries, you're going to stumble. You're going to be like, Oh, how do I do this? How do I do this? Cause it's going to seem really foreign for you. And that's okay. The second thing is show empathy, showing empathy, setting the boundaries. You guys in your own life doesn't mean you're trying to hurt someone's feelings or that you're mad at them or you're wanting to shut them out. It actually is almost the opposite. It's actually that you want them in your life because you really do like these people, but you don't like the way you're being treated. You don't like the way things are going. It's about respecting yourself and the other person. Okay. It's, it's, it's important to do the work to understand the other person's perspective. Okay. Um, 
I'm going to use my husband because A, he is someone that I am with 24-7. You can use whoever it is in your life that, that, that this may pertain to, okay? Um, he loves to spend time with me 24-7. Like he freaking could never be apart, okay? He could be with someone that's like, I never want to leave your side. I always do, do things together and just never, ever, ever want to be apart. I, on the other hand, need my alone time to recharge. I need the quiet time. I need that space to get creative and to allow the voice inside of me to be heard. And I can't be around people's energy 24 seven. Doesn't matter who it is. I just, I know myself that my best way to recharge is my alone time. So I have said, babe, I know you love to be together all the time, but, and I, this is where I'm seeing it from his perspective. Okay. You guys, this is where I'm showing empathy. I'm like, I get it. This is the way he's wired. And I understand that. However, (laughs) this is how I'm wired. And so I understand where he's coming from. Same with how, when he wants to talk so much, right? He wants to over talk me or he wants to like share in my stories. It's cause he's just excited. So I understand that. Does it make it less frustrating? Hell no. Like you're still married, right? You're still like, oh my God, give me a break. Like it's still a relationship. And so it's coming from that other perspective of just going, okay, I know why they're doing it. So this is where you, you, you get into that empathy stage. You're like, okay, I understand why he, she is doing what they are doing. And so I've said, I know you want, I know you could be together all the time. I know that I know that you love being with me and I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for that. Believe me. Cause I know there's many, many relationships that aren't like that, but I need my alone time. I need some time that I can recharge and come back and be a better version of myself. I, 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 I just need you to respect that. Totally gets it. He's like, okay, I don't really need that. I don't really, you know, truly understand it because he doesn't need that. Whereas I don't fully understand his ability to be around people 24 seven, literally the only time he's not with people is when he's sleeping (laughs) and I am there. So show some empathy when you're setting boundaries with people is try and come at, try and see their perspective of what's going on. This can take work. Okay. Setting boundaries is work. You guys, it's not like a simple pimple and it's done. It is work. And so these, these three things that I'm telling you today, if you can just work on one of them. And if that's, if this is the one that maybe you're like trying to see the perspective that other person's coming from. Okay. So say somebody's continually asking you to do something and you just keep saying yes. You just keep saying yes. You just keep saying yes. Guess what their perspective is. I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I'll, I'll let you know. It's that you're not ever setting up a boundary. So they just keep going, well, I'm just going to keep asking because they keep saying yes. They're not being malicious about it. They're not being rude about it. They're not being mean about it. You haven't set up the boundary. It's your job to communicate to them going, Hey, you know what? I'm not going to be able to help you today. Or I'm not going to be able to answer emails after seven o'clock. I won't do it. Whatever it may be for your boss. They're just going to keep asking. So that's putting yourself in their shoes going, well, they're not being mean. This is actually about me. This is like, if they are crossing boundaries, it's because I haven't communicated. I have not communicated that well enough to them. Okay. So show empathy. Setting boundaries doesn't mean you're trying to hurt them. As I said at the beginning, it means you're trying to take care of yourself and them boundaries. You guys, when they are healthy and they are loving, they, they, I don't want to say the word should, they will if it's done from a place of love and if both, both parties are being respectful of it, they will deepen a relationship. 
because you're teaching people how to treat you. You're teaching people what is good and how you want to be loved and what you need from them. It's a beautiful thing when boundaries work together, when the both person or, or everyone involved is, is, is receiving of them. Okay. The last one is the follow through. Oh, boundaries only work. Sorry. <laughs> Sitting down here in Costa Rica outside listening to motorcycles and dogs and birds. So this is why you're going to be hearing all the things. They only work and they are effective if you follow through. If someone continues to cross your boundaries, you need to be prepared to take action. This is where I see the most um, frustration lies is that people will say, well, I've told them this, or I've told them that, or I've told them no. And then they get upset and you say yes. So then you undo your boundary. You might tell someone on the phone, Hey, if you talk to me like that again, I'm going to have to hang up the phone, but they continue to talk like that. And you don't hang up the phone. Guess what? There's no follow through. So why would the person change? Why would they do anything different? because you keep accepting it. So it might mean having a conversation or taking a break from a relationship for a while. It's not about controlling the other person. It's about taking care of yourself. And this is something that I think a lot of people have a hard time with, especially people pleasers, is that we, we don't want others to be mad at us or we feel like we're trying to control them. And it's not about that. It's a boundary of taking care of your needs. Again, boundaries takes inner work. It takes inner knowing of yourself. Okay. When I first started and I started to say no to different things that I didn't want to go to, and I didn't want to attend certain things. I didn't want to be around certain people. I took a break from certain, certain relationships. Um, when I came back into it and I started to say, yes, it was really about testing where I wanted to be. It was like, I really wanted to just kind of slide back in. I wanted to go back to these different events. I wanted to start going out. I wanted to see how I felt. Did I feel like I was being true to myself? So when I was on the journey of saying no, I just made it very, very clear. Example that I've used many times was, um, my husband, and I started to take two separate cars. Okay. And I would go and I'm like, I know I need to leave by nine because I'm a hot mess at any time after nine. It's going to be some loud noises here. We have a car going by saying sandias for sale, sandias, which is watermelon. So um, I knew that I had to take my own vehicle and leave by nine. This was a boundary that I was setting up. I'd been on this pattern of not doing very well after nine o'clock. I would start drinking too much. This is right after my dad had died. And it was about five years there of really dark grief that I was burying everything and not wanting to feel the feels. And so what I did was I said, okay, I will still go to some of these, but I'm going to have to, um, leave by nine o'clock. Okay. I'm going to have, you know, whatever it is, I'm going to take my own vehicle. And I held firm to that for one year. I held firm to that. And I will, I should say that yeah, I did. I went for one year. I took my own vehicle and I just told everybody, I told whoever's we were going to, I said, please don't try and get me to stay. I'm leaving at nine, end of story. And I would tell my husband and my kids, I'm like, you guys don't want to stay. That's fine. You can come home with dad. I'm leaving. And so I would take my own vehicle and I would leave. That was a boundary that I set up, but I followed through with it every single time because 
And then what happened is eventually I taught everybody like, oh, okay, Chris is actually leaving when she says she's going to leave. Okay, she's actually going to do that. Okay, we're not actually going to, you know, we're not going to try and push her anymore because that's what she's doing. This is what I mean about the follow through. If you want someone to respect your boundaries, you must follow through with them. Okay. So sometimes being down here in Costa Rica, we've got this really um, large home, which has been such a blessing to have. It's been, <laughs> you know, we've had lots of bugs and lots of rain in here, but it's an old, uh, it's an older home, but we have a huge yard and our house is very much an open door. Everybody comes, it's open door policy. Everybody comes, everybody comes. Well, I've had to set up boundaries around this because I don't care for that all the time. Carmen loves it, right? I don't care for it. I need my alone time. I need my space. Um, I need to be able to sit in my office and do podcasts or do work. And I want to be able to walk around freely and not know and not have the feeling that someone's going to walk in. So I lock my gate. I lock it during the day so that I can have my alone time. That is a boundary that I will put up. I'm like, if the door, if the gate is locked and I've said this to people, I'm like, the gate's locked. It means I'm enjoying some alone time and I don't want anybody in here. So it's just being very clear and I follow through with it. So following through with you, you guys, remember, it's not about controlling them. It's not. It's about how you begin to really understand what you need in order to be the best version of yourself. You start to understand what is wearing on you, what is energetically taxing, what you don't want in your life anymore. And so for you, it might be you're invited out every single weekend. Okay, to go out and maybe you're like, you know what, I'm only going to go to one. I don't want to go every single Friday night. I don't want to go every Saturday, whatever it may be. So you will go to one, follow through with that. Only go to one. Even if people are like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Don't because that what happens is you start teaching people that you really aren't firm on your boundaries. Uh, people respect people that have firm boundaries. It takes confidence. It's self-awareness, huge self-awareness. And so it's one of those things that you just, you have to work on. I've said it 17 times in this one episode about setting boundaries and learning that self-awareness and what it is that you need is work. It's inner work. It um, is coaching work. It's working with mentors. It's working with coaches and therapists, or it's doing your own work, deep diving and actually following through with taking action with what you know. There it is. Taking action with what you know. You may know you need to say no to somebody. You may know you need to remove yourself from that relationship. You may know you need to have this conversation. You may know all these things, but until you actually do it, it's fruitile. It's not going to work. So, okay, you guys be clear and direct when you're setting your boundaries, show empathy, see it from the other person's point of view and follow through. Those are the three that I wanted to touch on today. And those are the three that I wanted to bring to your attention. If you guys need help in this area any uh, further, please let me know. This is what I do. I help my clients set firm, loving boundaries so that you can live the life that you truly desire. All right. Until next time, you guys have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening.